A new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our Fartlek family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges, and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website, or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! That's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hear the music! For God's sake, Matt! Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. Normal service has been resumed, Matthew Taylor. Boo. I mean, that's what the people are thinking, but boo. yay for us, but other people, boo. Yeah, boo boo for people who want to actually enjoy a good quality <laughs> podcast, because you're back to the Chuckle Brothers. Um, yeah. Uh, how are you, my friend? You all right? Yes, all good, all good. Uh, uh, loved, loved, loved the show last week. Awesome job by the girls. It was. They absolutely smashed it. Not that I doubted they wouldn't, um, but brilliant, uh, brilliant job all round. I thought they were all absolutely amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 6, Episode 11, Matt, of the What Tramming The Bartlett Podcast. Oh. My name's Rob. And my name's Matthew. And um, yeah, we are. We're absolutely we're reeling it. We're, we're nearly there, aren't we? We've only got four episodes left of this series, including this one. Yes. And then um, and then it'll be Series 7 already. Jeez. Who would have thought it would have been in Series 7? Huh? Who would have thought we would have got three episodes of that? <laughs> who would have thought we wouldn't have given, taken the hint and given up by now, eh? Um, oh, jeez. Hey, listen, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go old school, kicking it back to the old school. Um, I got a joke sent to me this week. Not bad from All Fat right. Dad Adam. Um, uh, staunch team Matt and uh, Matt. What was, your, what was your stupid team called? Oh, Mattlesfield Matt, Town. Mattlesfield Matt, oh, yeah, yeah. Town yeah. football player. Uh, we'll talk more about that through the course of today. Exciting Ooh. announcements coming up in July um, around our football time. Well, he sent me a joke, uh, and it's a good one. So uh, see if you've heard it before. It's a bit of a classic. Uh, so I went to a pub, uh, Matt, and I ordered oh. four whiskeys and a Jägerbomb. Barman poured the drinks, and I necked them one after the other, and I said to the barman, shouldn't have done that with what I've got. He said, what have you got? I said, 50p. <laughs> Come on. Come on! That was a funny one. You know that, bloke in a, know that bloke in the bar? Is it me? It could, yeah, it probably... Yeah. <laughs> 
But you would be Sorry, able to, you, you can't, you, the, the barman won't be able to see you over the bar. That's the uh, uh, the, the difference there. I don't feel like I'm on top form today. I do apologise. You've got the vid, yes. That's, we were going to be recording this in person, weren't we, together? We but, were. Uh, it was a good opportunity to see each other. Mm. You were going to... You were going to get yourself a free tea out of it. and, uh, and You come decided to get infected. Yep, so you got to feed yourself this week. Now, I am Ooh. sorry. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, apologies in advance, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm uh, if I'm not quite on top form. I fi- I'm finding that I'm not super sick, but my mind's just all over the place. Like, I can't concentrate. I can't focus on a thought for more than, like, 20 minutes. Work's been hell. Um, Welcome to my world. <laughs> Living is like having COVID is like living inside Matt's head on a normal day. Um, so why don't you take over? You're going to have to lead the show this week, my friend. You're in charge. Why don't you tell everyone what's on the show? Oh, I'm in charge. Jesus, I've got some big boots to fill. Uh, on the show this week, how was your week? Talking about our weeks in running as per usual. Uh, we're going to have a bit of chat about the London Marathon ballot. That's a bit of a contentious issue. Uh, contentious is right, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it yeah. Right? You should. You should. You should yes. you, you should you should have just ploughed through, mate. It actually sounded pretty good when you did it until you stopped and went, "Is that? Have I just used the proper word?" Um, which kind of unpicked your hard work a little bit, but uh, still still proud of you, mate. Thank you, man. Uh, a chat with uh, pretty athletic owner Lila Cooper. Uh, part run chats with Ben and Emma, uh, including the part run cup. Statman John and that other kid do their thing. Uh, roll calls and then the thank yous. Ooh, thank you. Uh, so how's your week been then, Matt? It's been all right. Yes, uh, we were me and you ran last uh, last Thursday. Yeah. Um, the release of the girls episode again, which was awesome. Um, yeah, we were planning to do about five or six miles, weren't we? Um, I think you were you you were just coming down with what what you now know is is the vid. Yeah, uh, so you weren't you weren't feeling hundred percent, and we ended up doing about about, about three three and a half miles something we like did, that. We, we, I, think we, I, I think we stopped at a five k and we walked yeah, about a mile walked home. Um, um, I was I was having real panic, a real crisis of faith about how unfit I was. Uh, <laughs> I was actually I was actually quite happy I got a positive COVID test. I was like, all oh, right, okay, yeah, that that, that <laughs> made it slightly less pathetic. Um, the fact that I was blowing out of my ass, sort of like three minutes into our run. Um, uh, but yeah, it was, it, still, it was still nice it, to get out though. It was, it was good to get out with you running again. We went, went, ran together for a while, have we? Mm-hmm. So uh, I still updated nope. my uh, Strava to say ran with Rob. So uh. <laughs> asterisk <laughs> ran with Rob. Uh, he had the vid. Wonderful. Uh, have you got <laughs> yes, how much? Have you got how much incredible. since then? Uh, no, not really. I've uh, did a bit of refereeing on Sunday. Um, two forty-minute halves. Uh, under 15s had a bit. of Earache off the sidelines and, oh. and, and a couple of the players, but uh, soon got soon got them in check. Um, but yeah, no, no, not much running. I mean, I should be like I said, like I've said before, sorry, knee deep in uh, in marathon training. But uh, yeah, this, uh, this this calf is is giving me a bit of grief grief from um, from Pendle still. So uh, tell me, because we're now only two weeks out, three weeks out. Yeah. Two and a half weeks out from Manchester. Yes. You're, you're running a marathon. What's the longest am, yeah. you've run since Pendle? Um, I think. Longest I've run since Pendle? Probably about. Miles? About what? About miles? It's 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 like four miles, isn't it? <laughs> I think so yeah. Well, my my thinking, right? My, here's my thinking. Listen, hear me out. I did yeah. Pendle. Yeah. 
that's that's all is that it (laughs) you're you're gonna be dining out on pendle for years aren't you (laughs) yeah but surely that'll get me through a marathon yeah, but it's a completely different discipline. You're not like yeah, it is. Yeah. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to stop for something to eat at three yeah. points of the marathon. I was listening to, to the girls' episode and, and Sammy, that's like she she says she she's decided to pull out for her own reasons and she's she said she was a sensible one and obviously I'm not that sensible. So maybe, no. I, maybe I should pull out. But to, no, I'm you're not you're not good at though, are you? No. Far too stubborn to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'll get so, round. I'll get round. I probably might not enjoy it, but I'll get round. That's my thinking, anyway. <laughs> you, uh, you'll, you'll enjoy yourself laughing at me. I'll have a, I'll have a lovely time. I'm just coming to watch. I'll be, uh, I'll be drunk on the side watching you, feeling horrible. Um, I'm really looking forward but, to. It. Um, but in, in my defence, I have, uh, I have been cycling to and from work every day, so that's kind of. Yeah, that's the same so, thing. Because yeah, because yeah, everyone knows that when cardio. you're running, because ma- when you're running a marathon, if if it gets a bit tough, you just got a bike halfway around. <laughs> it's cardio. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, Manchester Marathon organizer. I've just got to 12 miles. Where, where, where it's one's bike. Uh, I would like to cycle the second half of this marathon. Um, uh, that's that's a duathlon, you dickhead. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, how have you? How's your week been? Enough ribbing me. How's your week been? Um, well, I've got COVID, haven't I? So uh, you pretty much covered it. I went for a run with you on Thursday. I went out on Tuesday as well. Did 5k, and I obviously haven't been out since because I've got fucking covid haven't i um so i'm, I'm gonna be interested to see if it has any knock-on impact on running uh when i get back into it um so that not really looking forward to that um uh, oh i um emceed at alton before i got covid yes. have we spoke about that no we haven't have we because no, we the haven't. girls were on last week yeah that was good fun long day alton race circuit there were people doing marathons 20 miles 16 miles 10ks i bet they're trained for their marathons well, that, well, for a lot of them, it was a training run. Uh, what sensible people do is they go and sign up to a 20-mile race four weeks before a marathon rather than, you know, cycling to work, apparently, which is the same thing. Um, uh, yeah, so it's good. It was a long, long old day because there were so many distances running. Um, but it was amazing. We saw Busy Birdie Karen there. Um, yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, Sammy volunteered. Made a bit of a day of it. Forgot to pay for the fucking Runcorn Bridge. Oh, that's two f bombs in, in in space of five minutes. It's deserved, though. <laughs> I did, I, you, you know what? It was just one of them busy that I said to Sammy, "Don't let me forget to pay for the bridge." Mm. We went over it and back again as well, and I forgot to pay for it twice. I think Wendy's that one went to Chester as well. Yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for the um waiting for the notice to come through. To be honest, I think it's I, th- I think I think it's only twenty quid each way if you pay within fourteen days. So. Mm. Uh, but it does it does drastically reduce the point of me going and doing that paid gig. Uh, when you take the price of petrol, forty pound in bridge bloody penalties, um, and the fact that we and the fact that we decided to stop for a McDonald's on the way home. I think I'm coming out about fourteen quid up for a nine hour shift. Another thing that another thing that made me laugh is he said, if you live in Witness, it's fucking free. It is free. It is free. You know, and I'm from I'm from the. I think there's a part of me that forgets to do it, and I've, don't get me wrong, this is not the first time I forgot to pay the bridge. Mersey Gateway make a lot of money out of me. I'm putting their kids through uni. Um, yeah, in Witness, you pay like £10 a year, and you get a little pass, and you get it for free. I'm from Witness. I should get a pass. doesn't matter that I've not lived there for 14 years. I, I deserve a pass. Sort it out, Mersey Gateway. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, 
that's pretty much the highlight of my fortnight is that I'm I'm forty quid down because I'm an idiot and forgot to pay for the bridge. Do you know when you um, do you know when you do you know when you're crossing the bridge and you you looked at Sammy and Sammy looked at you and you said, oh we're going over this bridge. There's all these signs saying over the pier. You're yeah. sat there on your phone. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Like I'll do it now. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I? And then you get scrolling and then you forget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't let, and, and that's what I say to her. Don't don't let me forget to do this when we get home. Why why when you get home you moron? She's driving. <laughs> I could. Ugh. I'm not I'm not proud of myself. Oh jeez. Anyway, it's, it's made me smile anyway. <laughs> anyway, they, they, they might not catch me. To be fair, mm. um, they might get away with it. You don't get caught 100 percent of the time, so that's um. Fingers crossed. Um, but anyway, so that's my week. Uh, terrible. Your week, terrible. Let's move mm-hmm. on. Um, <laughs> London Marathon, man. Yeah, the ballot. Terrible news for everybody as well, from what Looks we've seen like on it. the on his chats. What was what was it that got shared? One in twenty-two, was it? Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah. I thought, I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be even less than that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Neil Pacey posted something. I'm just gonna uh-huh. scroll. It's difficult to go back and find information on 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 our group chat because um unfortunately um it's uh, lost in forty five thousand people telling you about what they did on Wordle that day. <laughs> Except they're not telling you what they did on Wordle because that would spoil Wordle. So mm. really they they just they just sending you a load of multicolored boxes. <laughs> um. So thanks for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's about. Anyway, I'm sure it's about one in twenty-two. Um, is that just through? Chances. Is that, that through is the that ballot? Through the ballot. Through yeah. the ballot. Right, yeah. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. See, there is there is other ways to get in as well, isn't there? I mean, there's yeah, <laughs> to run fast. That's one way you could get in. Yeah, good for age. So that's, <laughs> Unfortunately, that's... I am not good for age already. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not good for any age, to be honest. Cross on that one, then. Uh, yep. <laughs> next one. Uh, getting by via your running club. That, that's that's a viable option. Uh yeah, but what is it? One you get one entry per hundred members of a running club. Yes, yeah. That the thing is that I I run for the uh, Rotherham Harriers, and when I um entered London, I got rejected, and then I found out that I got a place through my through um the running club. They had I think they had a couple of places because it's quite a big club. Um, and I found there was only two other people that wanted to do it. And right. they got drawn. They got drawn. They got put into a ballot themselves. So the chances of you getting picked out of that ballot is a lot higher than what you would be in the actual London ballot, London Marathon ballot. Right. So it's it's worth having a look and and speaking to your club if you are interested. Because a lot of people are not interested in doing that marathon because they might have done it before or yeah or whatever. No, well, I like it. It's, you know, I didn't even think about it like that. You know what? I was I think I was oversimplifying it. I think I was thinking mm. about it like well. If there's 100 people in your running club and there's only one place, then it's 100 to 1 chance, which is even worse than 20 to 1. But I guess there's a lot of people that don't want to run it. So Yeah, and and, and I think I think our club, if, you, if you've run it before, then they'll, they give it to the people that's never run it, if you know. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so if, if you've never run it before, they might give you that option or they'll put them two people in that's never run it before uh, for that one place and... and not give it to the people that's done it so like i say if, if you are in a running club it's worth speaking to them if, if you are do want to run that race it is worth it's worth speaking to the uh to, to the to your running club why do you mm. think it's such an emotive topic <clears throat> why do you think people get so hung up on the fact that they can't run that specific race uh, 
I think it's it's that bigger bigger race on a, on a Sunday. You sit down and watch it, and you, you sat down with your family, and it's on all day, and you see all these runners running across London Bridge with all the fancy dress on and all that sort of stuff. And <clears throat> that's what that's what gave me the bug to do it. And you just enter on the whim. And I think the people that enter on the whim generally get picked as well. Um, not generally get picked. I'm just saying. Uh, but they don't it, it, though, do they? Not, they don't. They don't. They don't. It's it's random. Yeah, and 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 I can I can I can appreciate and understand the frustration that you know if you balloted fifteen years in a row and you've yeah. never got in, I can appreciate why it's frustrating. But I do find it a little bit peculiar that people kind of there's a real it it, it drives this level of animosity I think in a lot of people. You know, yeah, it can be. oh you you got in your first time that oh I've done it fifteen times that's not fair. Yeah, and it's like. Well, it's just random, isn't it? Because yeah. here's the thing, like, and, and and there's a big kind of, I don't know, there's there's a little, a big kind of anti, not charity, but casual runner, shall we say, um, mm. uh, movement that, that you do tend to see rear its head this time of year, where people are like, you know, uh, uh, Katie Price was the big one, wasn't it? She ran 10K and gave up the, uh, the other year, um, mm. dressed as a butterfly or a peacock or something fucking stupid. And... Um, <laughs> And uh, and everyone kicked off because it was like, well, she didn't even want to run it, so why could that race have not gone to someone who, who wanted to do London Marathon? But the flip side of that argument is she probably raised more money for her chosen charity than yeah. Joe Bloggs could any day just because of her celebrity status. So yeah. the, the thing that I I get it, like don't get me wrong, I get, I'm not I'm not saying that it's not frustrating, and I'm not saying that you're not justified to feel a little bit let down or disappointed when you don't get a race place. But if you compare it to say probably the other most famous marathon in the uh, in the world, which is Boston. Mm. Boston's incredibly elitist. Yes. You literally, you literally just can't run it if you're not good for age. Yeah. So why don't people kick off about Boston? Why don't people kick off about the fact that they can't do? But why is it accepted? I don't know. I just it's it's, it's accepted that Boston is an elite marathon. Yes. Whereas London's mm. meant to be more accessible, which I guess I get. But mm. if running's meant to be for everyone. Why are we not more up in arms about the fact that not everyone can run Boston? That's a, that's, that's yeah, that's a good point. That is a good point. Hmm. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I just I, I, I like I'm, I'm not trying to get at anybody for you know you feel the way you feel, don't you? And if and you know you see a lot of the people you know um oh chances get in. I saw a couple of a, a thing about um people being a bit upset. You know, like you, you see people who are like. I entered, I got in. Oh, I didn't even really want to run it. I better start training now, and that seems to rub people the wrong way. But it's like, but but if, but if, if that gives them the bug to to yes. start their running journey, then why why not let them do it? Why not give them that opportunity to better themselves and and get fitter and get stronger and and start their journey by doing the London Marathon? Spot on, mate. That was exactly so, what I was going to say as well. Mm. We we all get into it somehow and. And for some people, their their experience of running may well just be that they run London Marathon once. They feel really flipping good about themselves because of it, and they never run again. Yeah. But that doesn't okay. make them more or less entitled to run a race than somebody no. who is a seasoned runner of 20 years. It, it Running's for everyone, man. I, I don't know. It just It's just one of those that I just find it really interesting. And I think this year in particular, 
because of the fact there were a lot of deferrals from 2021. Yes. Because of the whole COVID situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt like there were a lot less. Was it like five? Was it 5,000 places available or something? There was a lot less places available in the ballot. Was, yeah. And um, and I think so a lot more people got rejected. So I think that's why it's come to the forefront. And, and I get it. I, I get why people are upset. But I just think the main message should be there's a lot of other marathons out there. There is, yes, there is, and and some as well supported as uh, as London as well. Hundred um, percent. You don't even have to ballot for. I get that a world major. If you want to do a world major, you can do Berlin. You get into yes. Berlin pretty easily. It's not that much more expensive. Fine. If, if that's your hold up that you want to do a major, go and do Berlin. Um, mm. But equally, if you want a big capital city race. And you don't want to, because Berlin, obviously, you still have to ballot, and or you'd have to do a charity place. Paris, Paris never sells out. Yeah. Go do Paris. Paris is as well supported as any of the majors, in my opinion. It's a major in everything but name. Yeah. You know the 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 sites, the settings, the people, the the whole facade, the whole um, pomp and ceremony of the day at Paris is 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 similar, in my opinion, to the majors. Um, but then equally, you know, go the other way. I heard some people on our group chat talking about Loch Ness. Oh, yeah, I did Loch Ness a couple of years ago. Beautiful yeah. race. It's not very well supported, but the scenery is is out of this world, honestly, God. It's beautiful up there. It really is. Different experience. Um, yeah. You know. Awesome. Um, it's a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird... I just, I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about. I don't think anyone's right or wrong for feeling the way they feel. You're always entitled to your feelings, but yeah. I don't know. I just think... It's only a race yeah. at the end of the day. I, I, I think, like going going back to what you said <laughs> earlier about it, it, uh, um, it giving people the bug. It, it gave me gave me the bug when my daughter was younger, um, yeah. and I, when I saw it on there, and I wanted to do, I wanted that to be my first marathon. And luckily yeah. for me, five it, it was when the the ballot you could do five places. You could yes. enter five times and get get in after the fifth time. But yeah. now they've opened it up to like a week's worth of getting into the put into yes. the ballot. Um, it's a, it's a lot different and more difficult, but yeah, it gave me the bug. Um, I, I ended up starting to do the, the Sheffield half marathons and, and finally I, I got into London and that's where I kicked on my training and I decided, I, I didn't decide, I thought I was a proper runner then, but obviously I, I, I was a proper runner before, but do you get what I'm saying? I, I it it gave me a kickstart. It, it gave me a, a bit of a kick up the arse. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's a super iconic race and, yeah. People want to do it, and and I get that, and and that's probably the root cause of this entire conversation. If it wasn't for w- what an iconic race it is, then people would be less up in arms about it because because they wouldn't care as much. And and I get that you know um, you want to do it, and ultimately if you can't do something you want to do, it's it's difficult to 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 not feel frustrated. But I don't know, I just it's just a race, man. It's a race. <laughs> I mean, it's easy for me to say someone who flipping hates marathons, but, um, but and by all means, like hit us up, send us a message, man. Send us an email. What the podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a message on the IG. Um, if you're fart like family, drop it in the group chat. Just let us know if you, if you think differently. If you tell us what, what your thoughts were, what your reactions were to London Marathon. If, if, you know, if you were frustrated at not getting in, if you were angry at not getting in, if you were um, uh, pissed off at other people, tell, tell us what you think and tell us your thought process behind it. I'm sure there's lots of valid and um, and relevant inputs and, and, and different opinions on it. And I'd love to facilitate a bigger debate about it and maybe bring it onto a different show. But I don't know. I just, uh, it just, just, it was just something that sat with me 
as wow, everyone's getting really, really angry, aren't they? <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm just sat there thinking, I'm glad I didn't enter. And um, and everybody was just getting really, really, really grumpy at each other. And I didn't like it. We should all, everybody love everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> very true. I just, when I saw the result come from, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm not going it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good. I wouldn't train anyway. <laughs> I'll be one of those people everyone's pissed off with. <laughs> I'll go and sit on a whim yeah, and do it yeah, they, 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 They're talking about you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everybody. Sorry, sorry, Donna. Sorry, Donna. Um, right, we've gone on for ages. We're like 22 minutes into the episode already and we haven't even got to bed. Should we Should we rectify that, Matt, and go find out what happened at the old park run with Bema? Let's do it. Eddie, you all right? Yep, sound, yeah, yeah, what an introduction, uh, yeah, hi guys. Yeah, you're very welcome, start hi. low and go lower from there. Um, uh, you're on your own, we've got, no, we've got no Emma today, have we? No, no, um, yeah, she's she's on lights again, bless her. Ah, right, okay, I'm sure yeah. you'll do a, an able job in her absence. I don't um, know, I don't know, after last week, the fans I were know. calling for Emma every week, so... I I know we basically this, this happened last year though Ben. What the the call last year was when the girls took over was very very much they're better than you lot. So um so I was I was expecting it again and it came absolutely it came again and um, in the words of the Virgin Mary and um yeah and uh, but we're just going to ignore them and we're just going to crack on and, and 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 carry on like 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 the men that we are. They'll get, yes. used, they'll get used to us again I'm sure. They will. They've not got a choice. No. Um, so Great. Last this, is, the girls. this is going, this is this is going swimmingly this week. Um, let's get to it then, my friend. Uh, have you got some park runs to tell us about? I have, I have. We had quite an exciting park run this week. It was mm. a milestone for my better half. Um, so Emma was running her fiftieth different event. Whoop whoop. <laughs> So we had a look around and there was one, a, a newish one that started near us that was on the Fibonacci sequence, which normally we would jump at the chance at, but we can get it on a latter Fibonacci that we also need because we decided we wanted something a bit more scenic. Mm -hmm. So we ventured south uh, towards Derby. That is south, by the way, to all of you southerners that turn around and go, that's not south, it's south to us. Um, we ventured down south to Shipley Country Park Park Run. Oh, and and to make it even better, we were joined by our, by our very own McPaul. I he did see. Made, made it into a tidy little freeway, didn't you? He did indeed, yeah. It was lovely having Paulie there. Um, so we met up and it's it's a lovely little park run actually it's a run on a mixture of tarmac um, there's trail path and as Neil Marshall likes me to say there is compact gravel oh, I, can, I can just see his little his little face now Ugh, compact it gravel loves it. Bit of he loves a bit of compact gravel doesn't Neil he does he does um, so yeah, no, it's great park run. Um, volunteers, very nice run director, nice bloke. Apart from when I told him, I said because I, I I'd, I'd prepared for Emma's event and got us some balloons um, in the colour of 
orange and black to match the t-shirt and her usual attire nice um that said 50 on them uh obviously there were the jokes of she doesn't look 50 um <laughs> I, I was i was definitely one of those that said that um but i was speaking to the um, run director beforehand and i went oh it's uh it's emma's 50th different event so we stood there at the start and he's doing his briefing and uh he turns around and goes, right, uh, announcements, milestones. We've got Emma here running her 50th today. I'm like, no. It's oh, not a no. What a heathen. Ben, get it right, because people are going to think she's celebrating running 50 park runs here. It's, uh, so that, that didn't go down too well. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, great park run. Not, not too busy. I think there were just shy of 200 people there. Um, it's around the country park. It's got a little hill in it. You do one big loop, which is lovely. And then you go up a gravel path, a compact gravel. Sorry, Neil Marshall. You go up a compact gravel uh, hill and then you go on a little loop. Um, you go down by a lake at one point. That's really nice, really uh, good to look at. I was going to say pretty then, but I don't like using that word. Um and and yeah, it was yeah, it was just a lovely park run. Nice mm-hmm. on-site cafe. Um, the three of us went to the on-site cafe afterwards. Had um, oh, I've got to be careful how I pronounce this. Um, scones, scones. It's a scone. What is it, Matty? What? You weren't listening, were you? It wasn't listening. You weren't listening. You're on your phone, aren't you? He's too busy in profiteroles. <laughs> You're I'm on just, your I'm phone. Just, I'm just, I'm reading the Fartlake family channel. We're recording this segment. Nice so talking to you, Matt. I was, I was swiping off all the ch- dingies on my phone. No, you stop backpedalling. <laughs> just answer the question, Matthew. Scone or scone? Scone. 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 How do you not know? How do you not know how to say words? Because I don't eat scones. There we go, scones. I don't eat scones. Scones are Tory food. (laughs) Yeah, so so, so me and Emma had one of them, but our Paulie had a brownie. Um, And it was lovely, yeah. We just sat around, had a nice chat. Um, And then, because we're tight gits and we'd only paid till 11 o'clock on parking, we got out of there. Um. But good run, I think. Let's think. Did I? I got a position bingo. I think Paul got stopwatch and position. Um, I don't think Emma got anything. I can't remember. But anyway, it was a great one for her fiftieth. Uh, lovely place. Fiftieth really event. Fiftieth nice. event, Ben. Not fiftieth. Different events. Yeah. Don't sorry. Write down, pretending like you're interested. <laughs> if you've been listening. Um, <laughs> And uh, purple sign, yeah, we had a bit of drama with our purple sign. I was about to say, we've got, we're like seven minutes into the segment and you've not mentioned the purple sign yet. That is what everybody tunes in, Ben, for the purple sign story. What happened? Oh, it annoyed me. It it annoys me. When these places have purple signs, why don't they get them out? So we stood there, we're telling him about the 50th event. The first time as briefing's already going off at this point. So he's there telling, giving us a quick briefing because we're not listening. And he knows we're obviously new to the park. And he finished. And I said to him, I said, um, I had a look on your Facebook page and I, I know you've got a purple sign, but I can't see it. He goes, yeah, it's, it's in the shed. It's in the shed over there. And I said, 
do you mind getting somebody to get it out, please? I need a picture with the purple sign. <laughs> so uh, he shouted one of his colleagues, one of his fellow volunteers, and he was like, do you mind getting a purple sign? So, yep, they got the bloody purple sign out. And then, so we finished the run afterwards, and I wanted a picture of all three of us with the purple sign. So you're looking for anybody hanging around who might be good with cameras, might be able to take a good picture so that it gets you all in the picture, the et cetera, et cetera, the lighting, the background's good, yada, yada, yada. Yep. So I spotted these two volunteers, probably teenage girls. I thought they're going to be on their phones all the time. I'll ask them. Right. I even stood there. I even I even said, right, come here, come here. And I held the camera up and I went, look. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not joking. I just glad. <laughs> I'm not joking. You, so holding your phone, you beckoned towards two teenage girls. So come here, come here. <laughs> come here, girls, come here. Get um, <laughs> yeah, over and they took the phone. And I said, right, if you hold it here, you'll get old sign in there. Blah, 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 blah. So we stood there and we're posing for a picture and she goes, oh, I've taken loads. I'll take some, uh, take some landscape, take some blah, blah, blah. So she passed me a phone and she goes, is there all right? And I just didn't have the guts to turn around and say, no, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely terrible. What are you, are you looking at what you're taking here? <laughs> Honestly, I, she, she took about 15 photos and there's something cut out in every single one head, the balloons, uh, one of us. I'm thinking, are you looking at what you're taking? And then I made, and then I made the stupid mistake of uh, talking to them, and they were like, oh, how come you've come down here, and blah, 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 blah. do you travel a lot? And I'm like, yeah, of course, 50th event. Um, and I said, what are you two doing here then? And I hadn't spied it at this point, but they were from the, uh, the Church of Jesus Christ. And... <laughs> <laughs> and that were it that were it they, they come over from I can't even remember America or Canada spread the word they were spreading the word and <laughs> off, off they went on a tangent didn't they and oh we're covering we're covering the east of the country in, in, in my non-American accent and, uh, oh my god! <laughs> they like to volunteer at park runs because it's the right thing to do. Right. Uh, um, and and yeah, I had to quickly just go. Right, we've we've got to go now. So just get out of the house. Thinking, so, Jesus Christ! Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Fenton! Um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so, so did you get a picture? Did you did you have to use one of the crap pictures, or did you get someone else? No, they'd taken one where we were like all offset to the left of the screen, but right. I was able to just cut it and crop it to make it semi decent. And right. I just, I didn't dare ask anybody else around because they were just stood there, like, <laughs> fine. Just, tap, just tapping a Bible. <laughs> yeah, I, I might be rude, but but you can't be rude to, you can't be rude to the Lord, you can you? You can't be rude to Jesus. <laughs> you can't be rude in front of Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, I just, I just, I, I just crap it, just crap it. So <laughs> off we went, cursing my breath. We got a decent enough picture, and uh, yeah, we got the purple sign. So all, all was well in the end. All was well. Oh, peace be with you, my son. Yeah, oh, man. I wanted to say something else to them, but I refrained. 
I feel like I've been in a fight. Oh my god. I've got I've got really bad COVID and that's just finished me off. Oh jeez. Oh, I, oh. I, uh, I need I need a cigarette. Oh. <laughs> that might not help. Oh. Um, right. So yeah, great park run, great volunteers, great venue, great cafe. Uh, apart from they're really slow in the cafe actually. Service was <laughs> service was <laughs> coffee was crap. Um but... <laughs> It's just, uh, it's remind, yeah, honest reviews, Carl, honest you give honest you reviews. You remind me of Carl Pilkington. Oh, yeah, listen. Uh, you're a bit Pilkington-esque, aren't you? I'd, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll take it. I'm, I, I'd be <laughs> honest and not, not get people's hopes up of it being amazing and then go in there. But go if you want to enjoy a nice run, but just beware of volunteers from the Church of Jesus Christ and <laughs> be prepared to be waiting in the cafe. Uh, uh, well, there's there's a review uh, that you will not get on TripAdvisor. Um, <laughs> uh, wonderful. Uh, thank you, Ben. Um, uh, how, have we got any kind of an update? It's it's we've just started round three of what the fartlet cup. We, we have. Any, we have. Any, any update on on the first week's antics? Absolutely. Yeah, we had uh, we had quite a few people going out and running park run. Not everybody putting an effort in, but we did have two um, head to heads. One of them in person, one of them virtual. Um, we had Jamie Denham against Claire Manane. Uh, they were both putting efforts in. Jamie down at Pims, Claire at Widnes, uh, I believe. And yep. they both PB'd yes. again. Ooh, nice. They both set PB's. Now, Jamie set a six-second PB. And Claire Manane set a 36-second PB. So they've both broken their PBs. Now, Claire has since gone on to get COVID herself. Mm-hmm. So she is going to struggle to get to a park run maybe this weekend, uh, possibly next. My, my understanding is that she's not going to have opportunity to get to another one. Is that right? Oh, mm. she's, I, I wasn't fully aware of that. So yeah, Real life's going to stop her. So I think, um, I think now, basically that, that's the benchmark set. Now, I know Jamie, when I was chatting to him, he's only got two attempts this month because he can't do the 2nd of April because he's running Manchester. Um, so he's had one attempt. He's only got one attempt left then. And if you're, if what you're saying is correct and Claire can't get out again, he needs to go and knock another 30 seconds off. Well, 31 seconds off uh, to go through. So that should be interesting. I'll keep an eye on that one. Um, and then more local to us. Um, uh, Mr. Paul Griffiths against Mr. Simon Grace. Yes, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, uh, my local as well. I was I was wanting to get out with him, it but was. obviously COVID. COVID. Um, so yeah, them two met at Rother Valley, the flattest and fastest in our nearby region, um, and they both PB'd again. Amazing. Com- yeah. Competition's fierce, Ben, isn't it? Oh, it's 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 really heating up now. We're down to the final sixteen, and there's a uh, people are going to be putting big efforts in here, and that, that's what we want to see. And can you wait for the next round? Imagine what the next round's going to be I like know, as well. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's hot enough. Um, now, now they've got all the wasters out of the competition. The sandbaggers like Matt. Matty, yeah, absolutely. Um, so Simon and Paul Griffiths. Paul Griffiths went out and ran a, another PB. Amazing. He ran a twenty-one second PB which is 
brilliant. That's a, another great chunk off for him. But Mr. Simon Grace, he knocked 31 seconds off. Jeez. So he's 10 seconds ahead at the moment. So that was a good one. I'm not sure how many attempts them two have got between them, between the month, but uh, there's definitely going to be another effort from at least Paul in that, I'm sure. Um, and I'm not I'm not sure whether or not Simon might not go out and put another effort in just in case. Watch this space. Indeed. Um, nothing from Alistair and Julie this week. Um, Kirsty Porter didn't make a park run and she's gone on to get COVID as well now. So... Mr. Byron Kearns, uh, uh, the defeater of Papa P in the last round. Oh, the, the pantomime villain. Absolutely. Everybody everybody is rooting for Kirsty in this round on this one. Sorry, Byron. Um, everybody's rooting for Kirsty. They might, might not be. I might be making it up. But at the moment, as it stands, he went out and ran a nice easy park run. If Kirsty can't make a park run in the next few weeks, he might go through without having to put an effort in. Oh. So everybody, he put, he, put, he put a big effort in though last time, didn't he? He did, he did. He sandbagged initially. I think he wanted to go out, but then he realised he could probably actually go faster. He just, he just wanted to knock Papa P out, didn't he? Secret, secret squirrelled his way to a, to a, to a knockout victory, didn't he? He did, he did. So justice for Papa P here, everybody. Please, when you go to bed at night, pray for Kirsty. Make sure she gets better. Um, <laughs> and if you're struggling, get over to Shipley Park and they'll give you some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> now, you may be wondering why that segment had just come to a rather abrupt end, and that is because we cut the end off it by accident. We are not a professional outfit, so I'm really sorry you're going to miss out on the last couple of minutes of this week's Parkrun segment with Ben. Uh, don't worry, though, you didn't miss anything important. Ben just started to give away uh, some of the tricks of the trade, the secrets, what is in the pipeline for the What The Fartlek Summer Community Challenge. But nothing important, don't worry, don't panic. I'm sure you can wait another week to find that out. We'll circle back around it, and uh, and Ben will let you know what is in plan for our amazing Fartlek family. We are due a community challenge. It's been a while since Make Matt Run. It's been a while since Most Miles wins. So watch this space. Coming soon, we have something fresh. And Ben's going to tell you all about it next week when him and Emma are back with more purple sign stories. Uh, but uh, I also need to jump back on. It's 10 o'clock at night. Everyone else has gone home and I'm panicking because we're missing a bit of a segment. But I am jumping back on because it is my honour and my prerogative to introduce the main event of the show. Now, Pretty Athletic is a skincare brand aimed at female athletes and is blowing up all over social media. Ladies of the Fartlek family will already know all about Pretty Athletic. We love them. We've done competitions with them before. But there is a woman behind that brand, and that woman is Layla Cooper. We're going to find out all about Layla's running journey. We're going to find out about starting Pretty Athletic. We're going to find out about uh, running a business in COVID, the ups, the downs, the topsy-turvy world of trying to make a dent in a very, very competitive market. She's an amazing lady. She's super cool. She was nervous about this one, but I guarantee you it will not show in the recording. An absolute diamond and a superstar. And also, guys, please do keep your ears peeled and your eyes pricked. That was the wrong way around. Uh, because at the end of it, we've got a super uh, secret special giveaway uh, with uh, Pretty Athletic that you can get involved in and a discount code just for you, our listeners. Without further ado, let's get over to the awesome Layla Cooper. Now, in the business world, they say that branding is everything. Get a good product out there with the right image and a strong message and you will be successful. 
that ethos couldn't be true when speaking about Pretty Athletic, the award-winning skincare brand designed for female athletes that you regularly see people waxing lyrical and singing its praises on social media. But what does it take to build that brand? Who's the person behind it? What drives them? What motivates them? What's their running story? Well, today we're going to find out. We're talking all things running, Pretty Athletic and everything in between. So please join me in welcoming Layla Cooper to the show. Layla, how are we doing today? Really good, thank you. Good, good. Thank you for taking the time to speak to me. I appreciate you must be very, very busy. Um, how are you doing today? Managed to get out for a run at all, maybe? So I was meant to go for a run. Mm. But then this morning I dropped my kids off at school and then someone pointed out I had a flat tire. So I spent most of my day dealing with that. Oh, so I'm going to do it tomorrow. Um. <laughs> it's, a, it's a better excuse than the storm, though. So for anyone listening, we're probably recording about three, four weeks before this is going out. So we're right in the middle of units, Franklin. I'm losing track. That was my excuse for not running anyway. So flat tyres are a pretty good one, I reckon. Um, uh, excellent. Right. So we've got loads to get to today. Um, I think we spoke a little bit before we started recording. You know, Pretty Athletic is such a huge part of your life. People will know you through that. So I do want to talk about it. But that's not the reason we're here. We're here to learn about you, the woman behind it. So let's start this chat where we start every every one of these conversations. Talk to me about how you first got into running. Talk about how your running journey started. Um, yes. OK, so actually, I started running at school. Um, I it was at sixth form and um, basically there was a boys cross cross country group um, and there was one girl that used to run with them and then basically one of our teachers set up a girls run and there were literally four of us and every Tuesday and Thursday we'd go running for an hour and I just loved it we'd kind of go it was in Hertfordshire and we'd just go running along the fields for an hour and get back and it was just yeah I just loved it from then onwards um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, brilliant. And did you um? So, so how did that develop then? So cross country, as 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 presume after that you'll have gone as you were eighteen, nineteen, went to uni, I guess. And then did you keep keep the running journey up as, as you? Uh, I guess what I'm trying to ask is when drinking came along, um, <laughs> did that replace it, or did you keep up the active lifestyle? And, no, and the love okay, of running, yeah, uh, great, <laughs> good point. Um, so so yeah, no, so so then I went to uni. That's quite right, and um first year I didn't do as much running occasionally I ran around campus but not really so much um but then second year actually after um we moved I lived out of campus and I remember um I joined the gym and so I used to kind of do a bit of running and a lot of running on the treadmill I used to go to the gym before lectures (laughs) to get up early I used to get up like six and like walk into Nottingham town (laughs) go to the gym and then like come back and get to my nine o'clock lectures um but I, it was kind of just like fun running. But that's kind of when I discovered the gym and fitness and running um, and just loved it. And then after uni, I did my first half marathon, Nottingham half marathon. Um, yeah. And yeah, that that was kind of that was a little bit tricky, actually, because I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember kind of like dying halfway through um, and eventually making it to the end. And then I remember seeing everyone else running like to do the full marathon. And I was like, how could these people do this? Um, So, but yeah, that was my first race. So, yeah, my first race was after I left uni. Um, How how, how was I mean, you said that you struggled with that one. Was it more of a what I'm guessing I'm asking is was there not so much of a training plan in place was there not really a lot of structure how did you how did you face into that first half marathon if you yeah definitely no so so no training plan (laughs) 
don't even think I have even ran kind of close to the distance all the time. I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, this looks fun. I didn't really have a clue what I was doing, actually. Um, but a friend of mine was doing it, actually. So like he and I both did it and he was really encouraging. I remember kind of towards the end, he's like, come on, lady, you can do it, you can do it. Um, but I just had no clue what I'd let myself in for, to be honest. Um, but that did not put me off. <laughs> no, I was going to say, because crossing the finish line, was it a case of, was there because some people when we chat on the show they they say you know I did that first race and then I had to go away and almost like lick my wounds and consolidate a little bit before I could fall back in love with running was it like that for you or did you cross that finish line and think I want some more of this yeah definitely more no I thought I I, yeah I've never had I've never had a really bad experience to be honest even if I'm knackered at the end it's um it's kind of like I'll do better next time um so yeah no pretty happy to be honest I think um I just was a little bit kind of uh ignorant blissfully ignorant before going into it so um how did your running journey uh, evolve beyond then then so after that first half yes. marathon any good race stories any good memories from those those early years of running in, in those in your early 20s um god like good uh, no I mean I just it's just something I always did so I'd kind of lived in London did kind of 5k 10ks you know races yeah I lived in um kind of Battersea Clapham so I did runs around there um so then I was studying and then I was in law school and then I did did the Amsterdam Marathon just because okay. just because I, I like the Netherlands and me yep. and my friend went and we found like a nice hotel and we we're like make a nice trip out of it um so I did that um, how did you find that experience sorry sorry to jump in how did you find that no. one because I imagine first marathon and abroad as well yeah, that no, must no. Have I been mean, an experience. It, was just really, it was just really fun. I mean, I just because um, I was a student at the time still, so I had the time to train, um, and I just thought it was really fun. I mean, I I got injured beforehand, so you know you kind of have your like your training plan, and then I got too excited and got shin splints with my week two, <laughs> and then had to stop running, um, and then um, kind of got back into the plan at this point I had like eight weeks to do like a marathon training plan um so I kind of knew going in you know I just wanted to enjoy it to be honest so I started off like super slow and I did the second half faster than the first half and like to be honest by the end I was like I probably could have done that a bit better but actually I really enjoyed it and then and so actually I had a great time I mean I couldn't really walk the day after (laughs) but um that's part of the fun though isn't it (laughs) the doms Um, (laughs) Um, uh, brilliant uh, so just 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 to jump in sorry so you so obviously we did um did Amsterdam really enjoyed it I've got written down on my notes here that on the back of that were you meant to do London shortly yes. after that but so it didn't I quite start, go to plan yes so then I started working as a trainee solicitor and I remember the firm had like charity places for the London Marathon and um and I was like yeah definitely I'll do that and so I got on those places and then I don't know when it was, but at some point, basically, I got really bad, like ITBS, and it was so bad that I mean, like, I could really barely walk. Like, so, so the, the muscle so tight was pulling my kneecap across. And I remember, like, I used to get the train into work, and I'd be sitting down like for half an hour, and then I'd get off the train, and I literally was like hobbling. I couldn't walk. It was so bad. So I had to like properly stop for quite a while, like just you know running, um, and. So obviously I couldn't do that. And if I'm honest, then I think that kind of put me off a little bit because then actually things got really busy. It was hard to find the time to exercise. So I would still go, but it wasn't, you know, I couldn't do like two hour runs. Um, It was just kind of before work, after work. 
so then I still I mean I still carried on so when I'd gotten better I still carried on running and going to the gym but I never kind of went back to doing the times I was doing you know like going for kind of super long runs a couple times a week um I just never could do it again so yeah so I haven't done I haven't done a marathon since no, well, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You, you, you've got them in the in the bag. That's all that matters. It's a bucket list item. Um, let's talk then about how life developed from there, because again, there was a pretty significant um, occurrence. Something happened um, uh, with your husband, didn't it? That that probably started the wheels in motion to eventually what we're going to get onto, which is which was pretty athletic. So just talk me through that if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Um, so I, um. I guess so just just to quickly explain so I so, so at this point I'm kind of um qualified working as a lawyer um but still you know obviously quite a stressful job so I basically you know massively relied on getting up early going for a run around the common before work um if I could get away my lunch breaks popping to the gym depending on how late I finished work going to the gym and running on the treadmill um so I still relied quite heavily on running and exercise to basically get me through life. Um, but um, and and kind of as part of that, I'd kind of come up with the idea for pre athletic just because I would go from the gym back to the office in the lifts that were mirrored, and I'd like see myself in the mirror, and I was like, oh, it's obvious I've been for a run. <laughs> um obviously I've been been to the gym anyway so that's how it started because I literally would like go online and type in like sports and skincare and like everything that came up was for men and then that's kind of how it started and so it's kind of in the back of my mind and then I was like oh you know I'd love to do this business but um yeah so it's in the back of my mind but then basically it was about six months after I got married my husband who's a keen climber um went for a climbing trip um and the climb went well but then the following day he, he and his friend were like oh let's go canyoning just basically like going down rocks on your back and so he basically fell and had an accident and uh, broke his back so he um like one of his vertebrae was crushed but like his his spinal cord was fine and so he did make a recovery but there was that moment where he was you know he had to get airlifted out and then back to the UK and then he was in ambulance and he was in a back brace and like you know it was all kind of very stressful um and it kind of just made me think like gosh life's short you know like anything can happen um and yeah so I just you know I I um I didn't hate my job or anything but I just kind of had this idea and I was just like oh you know law's always going to be here can always come back to it but you know I kind of I think I want to do this you know um so that's kind of when I decided to have my notice in um and uh started from there yeah wow and it's such a, what a brave thing to do like we all have these pipe dreams and these things that we we want to do but to actually step out and go yeah I'm gonna give this and I mean laws look it's not like it's a it's it's a bit of a job on the side it's a career that you've trained a long time for so um fair play to you for stepping out and and, and it just makes your success even more sort of impressive and 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 and, 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 and I guess it makes people pull for you more um t tell me about the early days of pretty athletic then so what do you actually have to do from I, I get that you stand in a lift and think it'd be nice if I had a bit of skincare that was targeted <laughs> towards me that's not the reality though there's got to be some steps that then get you to having the successful business that you've got today so what did those early days look like um great question um, <laughs> um so the early days I um 
basically did some research so I kind of knew like I've I am um I've always kind of loved skincare like you know how people have their thing I mean I didn't have great skin as a teenager so I've always kind of been into it so I've kind of tried a lot of skincare um anyway so I had a kind of fairly good idea of what I wanted and then it was just a matter of kind of doing research and I knew I wanted it to be UK made UK made um and I also felt that you know as someone who is kind of interested in exercising looking after my body what I put on my skin is equally as important so I wanted it to be kind of natural using botanical ingredients naturally derived ingredients and so that kind of narrowed it down in terms of when I was looking for chemists to work with so then it was a matter of kind of researching companies in the UK and speaking to them and I found a company that um, we still use today um, based in Suffolk that's got um, experience in using botanical formulations and ingredients and natural ingredients and basically had a conversation with them and um I mean I don't know how much detail you want me to give you <laughs> but no I mean um, I, I mean I mean what I, I guess what what I'm most interested in is how, how how does that develop like I mean from your perspective as well like that it must have been at the start when, when you're still thinking have I made the right decision you know was giving up the safe salary a good idea you're putting all this work in trying to feel your way through understanding this completely new world of business I, I, there must have been hiccups early on there must have been tough times there have been I mean so yes definitely <laughs> along the whole way there's constantly hiccups um but I would say actually at the beginning to be honest it was just exciting I was like wow this is amazing like this is so fun I love learning new things you know social media like I literally didn't have a clue and so I had to learn all that website stuff I mean literally every day there's something new and I just loved it and at the beginning as well, you kind of have all these ideas about what's going to happen. And you just kind of, so at the beginning, I was just full of optimism and excitement um, and just loved it. Loved, loved just kind of learning new things, doing different things. Um, and, and actually that, to be honest, that wasn't that hard. I then, then um, got pregnant with my first child, my daughter. And actually that, to be honest, is when things got difficult. Because to be honest, when you're in, how old was I? Was I early 30s? Can't remember. When you're in your late 20s, early 30s, and you know, you've got all the time in the world, then it's, I mean, I had, so basically I'd saved, so I'd saved, so I had enough money to live off for a year. I should say this. So I had enough money to live off for a year. And then at that point, I'm like doing my kind of dream job. Um, so that was great. But then kind of having my daughter, that's when things kind of got a bit tricky, you're trying to kind of juggle that because it's not like a job you can't take maternity leave. I've just started this business. I've just kind of, you know, quit everything to put it into this. So it's kind of dealing with that, but also having to still like at that time, I was still packing orders, taking her with me to the post office. Like, you know, when she's napping in the sling, I was on my phone kind of doing social media. So that was that was when things got tricky, to be honest. Um, yeah. 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 And, and of course, pro and trying to balance that with with running as well, because you're still running at this point, aren't you? Yeah. So I had a good. Um, so with my daughter, I had a really good pregnancy. I was able to run um, when I when when she's in my tummy, um, when she and then I had a fairly good labour and then yeah so at first I mean so yeah so it was quite it was quite easy to recover and the recovery from my first was much faster than my second um, and again I still live near the commons so I could go for runs um, but obviously not very long ones <laughs> nope. but uh, just getting out you know getting a bit of time away. Yeah, uh, so, good. yeah. good. 
and 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 so so that, that that's the early days they're pretty athletic moving on so it's about probably a good little segue well sidebar maybe is you've been mentioning about the importance of uh, of building the social media brand and learning about that um, now you've got a huge presence on social media that's how we know each other um and i think from my perspective and i don't mean to sound like a blowy smoke but branding is absolutely on point um uh, and, and, and I know that I've, uh, my wife is amongst your biggest supporters. What? How was? How do you find social media features in your journey as a businesswoman? How? Just how important is that Instagram, particularly Instagram, running community? So super important. But actually, I'll take it. Sorry, just to go before before Instagram was Twitter. Um, and actually, okay. so when, first, I, when I first, literally when I first, so when I left law in the, the very first year, um, I remember being on Twitter and. Um, had no money for marketing or anything literally haven't had the money to live off the money to make the products and that was it um and so I would follow athletes on Instagram and on Instagram on Twitter and I was like hi do you want to kind of just try this and I'd send them if they said yes I'd send them and then I got really good feedback and that's kind of what gave me um kind of credibility and like the kind of you know um impetus to kind of carry on I was like oh this is amazing I can't believe these like Olympians are saying they like my products like Mm -hmm. it's incredible so I think like social media has been so good because there's kind of two so so one it's kind of reaching or even like press actually I think we got coverage in L and it was literally and Vogue it was literally through Instagram like they'd seen us like beauty editor had seen us um so our first ever press was in L actually and it was because of the um well, the editors have seen us on social media. So there's kind of two sides. There's kind of the community, the running community. And then there's the kind of like uh, athletes and kind of Olympians who I would never be able to have come across or met or kind of contact. Um, it's been amazing for that. And then the running community has been amazing. So it's funny because if I'm honest, like I prophetic is obviously for kind of athletes, women who exercise, whatever they do. And I don't know why, and I, don't, I think it is because I like running, but like over half our customers are runners. So I don't know if it's because um, I'm, I like running, and so maybe I follow runners and I kind of, that's what I'm kind of interested in because I'm the one behind the account. Or if it's just, it's such an amazing community and they tell their friends and then it's kind of grown from there. But it's it's it kind of makes my day, you know, when people like post. I mean, I just love it so much. It's just such a... It's just such a nice thing like you know yeah I mean it's it's amazing and it doesn't cost you know to find we have to kind of get a photographer to do images um but I do it and I love doing it I'll do it on holiday I'll do it all day <laughs> on my phone my poor kids um but I think it's wonderful and I know there's a lot of negative things from social media um and I get that sometimes I feel a bit like oh gosh I have to think of something interesting to post but then I kind of just, you know, I'm like, fine, I won't post anything today. Um, and then I kind of just follow other people and kind of, you know, get a bit of inspiration back. Um, and yeah, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, I agree. couldn't agree more. Big proponent of it. Uh, well, well documented on this show. Um, they're a good bunch at the running community. And, uh, and, and but yeah, it's interesting. I think you're saying as well that so much of what you it's nice to hear that so much of what you've done is organic. You know, there are there is, you know, obviously advertising and stuff exists on social media. There's ways to artificially grow followings and interactions. But it sounds to me like for you, it's just graft. It's just let's get involved. Let's love it. And let's let, let's talk to people and get people talking about my product as a result. Yes. Although I have to say the new video reels thing I'm having to <laughs> get yeah. to grips with because it is um, it's funny, isn't it? It's kind of constantly evolving. And then I, I feel like I finally got one thing down and then it's kind of a new video thing but I get it though because I like watching other people's videos (laughs) 
are you on TikTok yet? So we are on TikTok, but I'm not, again, because I'm not so strong on video, I'm not kind of quite, um, yeah, it's it's not, slowly. Not TikToking yet. That's the <laughs> no, present. not quite. <laughs> it's infancy. Gonna get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I've never felt older than being on TikTok. I've never felt <laughs> more like, ah, uh, this is how I, this is how my parents must have felt when I was playing Mega Drive in 1994. <laughs> um, but, but there you go. Okay, so talk to me about the evolution. So you talked about your your first child being born, um, your running journey, pretty athletic balance and everything. It sounds like everything's kind of on an even keel. It's busy, it's high pressure, but everything, the running, the relationships, the um, uh, the outside, you know, the social life, the, the business, it's all going okay. Um, did that change at all when your second came along? Yeah, definitely. So, um, so with my second, um, well, a having a having a second child is always harder because you're so tired. Yeah. Um, but also he was breech for ages and it was so uncomfortable. And I remember just like, you know, I said my first one, I was running and I was doing pranks of yoga and I was just like, life's so good. <laughs> and with my second, I was like, oh my god, this is such a slog. Um, it was such hard work. I felt awful. I was, I mean, I wasn't sick or anything, but I just felt tired and just so uncomfortable the whole time. Um, and then because it was breached, I had a C-section and I I don't know if it's having your second or or if it's having C-section, but I really struggled to get kind of back into fitness after my second. And I remember I hired a treadmill because I was like, I just how, how am I ever going to run? So we had this like really small living room and I hired this guy like wheels this treadmill into the living room and I had a treadmill and I just had to start so slowly and um, it was such a struggle. I remember like, I was a video of my daughter like standing next to the treadmill like running on the spot as so I'm like running on the treadmill um and yeah it was pre- it was pretty hard actually um so it's been quite slow so he um yeah so I mean to be honest with both of them actually I can't say they've both been there. so both of them had had allergies um so generally didn't sleep through the night both of them till they're 18 months so just the tiredness like being really tired I think it's really hard to kind of, you know, you can, ex- you can exercise, but not just, you know, like long or too intense. It's quite hard. Um, so I had to kind of keep running to stay sane. But it was, you know, it was pretty tough. Um, and yeah, so just as he got, you know, better, was able to sleep through the night, settled a nursery, then COVID hit. <laughs> What, so, what, what, a, what a segue you're such a pro at this because that was going to be that was going to be my next question and 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 I'm right there with you from a, a second the second kid perspective um well for, well for me it was second was okay for me because we had a bit of a gap between first and second but third was just because oh the second and third were close together it was just oh my I'm still not over that and it's two years later um but yeah so right and I'm sure there's a lot of men and women listening going uh, particularly those with young young children shout out to Andy Callan who's just had a baby a couple of weeks ago I'm sure he's listening feeling exactly the pain that we're talking about um talk to me about lockdown then um I want to know from a running perspective I want to know from being a parent perspective and I want to know as well from a business owner perspective did that I mean your business is very online focused isn't it as well pretty athletic so I don't know how it would have impacted you but just talk to me about how life changed and any of the challenges that you may be faced into yeah no definitely um so I mean, my my husband was really busy when COVID hit, um, so he basically was no help at all. <laughs> so I had to homeschool my daughter who just started school, and then I had my son, and then um, so that was fun. 
and then I had the business and I just remember it being like just so stressful I mean I really thought it was just awful um and then also wasn't there a point where you can leave the house like once a day so like once a day you know I couldn't go running because I would take my two children to the park that was my like one exercise a day and that's not really exercise you know taking the kids to the it wasn't even the park was it they shut the playgrounds so we'd go to like this field near us like, I mean, let, them, let them loose like dogs for 10 minutes like, yeah I remember it was just oh my god it was just it, it was awful wasn't it I feel like I can say this now because now we're coming out of it but it was so awful um so I mean I ca- I carried on to be honest so it was pretty hard trying to do the business look after the kids stay sane but actually the thing that was really good was we because you say we're online and we did carry on and actually again on social media the support we got was really amazing because I mean you know I just yeah everyone was I mean people were having really tough times so I know a lot of people were like really struggling maybe not on social media um but those who were were like super supportive and saying I've got to support small businesses and like so actually you know on social media and online actually it was it was pretty good and pretty nice and and encouraging it was kind of real life was just a bit rubbish but actually yeah. um the business kind of carried on so that was good it, it, no, um, it's, a re- it's a really good point because a lot of people have went through a lot of struggles from a business perspective but if one good thing came out of covid and i'm thinking through the lens of the online running community and my experience both from the podcast and working with business on the podcast and also as a runner myself um and, and as a social media user myself it there was there was a light that was shone on small businesses that I don't think was in the past. And I like to think that that's been retained and, and it's mm. still there and people are still focusing on supporting mm. the little guy. Yeah. Didn't even Instagram have that, like there was some kind of tag where you could like tag your favorite small businesses. It was a special yes. one and like, and um, and also you know, I remember we started doing more like lives. Mm-hmm. So I remember like, we did, I remember doing live with Charlotte Perdue and I remember doing like lots of different like stuff online that we'd never done before um so get creative haven't you yeah exactly and so actually it was it was quite nice um it's quite nice that brief moment of (laughs) (laughs) in amongst in amongst the mare of terribleness no yeah yeah, no we're we're not gonna find too many positives from covid um uh, but covid is over it's gone restrictions are being lifted as we speak they'll hopefully be long gone by the time this airs um talk to me about how what, what's happened since so back into running now aren't you big plans for the future i hope yeah no do you know yes yeah, so we moved from london surrey last year and i feel quite settled and it's really nice to kind of be like more countryside um so yes yeah, so i'm doing the surrey half in what a week and a half now and i do finally feel like it's been like the kind of you know it's been a tough couple of years but now the kids are getting a bit older, life's getting kind of back to normal. I'm appreciating things a lot more. Um, and yeah, and I'm excited. I feel like, yeah, it's just, it's nice to run around here. And it's just, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, positive and looking forward to <laughs> doing a lot more, really. Yeah. Good. And from from your running perspective, we'll talk about the business in a moment. But from your perspective, by the time this goes out, you should have run Surrey Half, is it, that you're doing? Yes. A couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. How are you feeling about that? Um, so I, it's, it's been a while since I've done a race. Um, and to be honest, I <laughs> should admit this, but I'm not a massive follower of a training plan. So I just find like, it's, 
I mean, particularly since having kids, like I did even, you know, try to follow one. And I just feel like I've got this plan of what I want to do this week. And then, you know, someone, you know, one of the kids wakes up and they're sick and they can't go to nursery and or just, you know, or it's half term or, you know, there's just something. And I just feel like it's just been so for example today, you know, it's like I drop the kids off and I wait for ages for someone to come and then I have to wait at home for them to fix a tire. And then as soon as that's fixed, I've got to get one from nursery and get the other one. From and it's just like it's just so hard <laughs> to plan. So I just feel like that just makes me disappointed if I if I have a plan, I can't stick to it. And also, to be honest, I've never been I've never been like, you know, I run just because it makes me feel good. And so I run, you know, I run I've kind of run for time or distance, but not really pace. And I've never been like I'm not a really fast runner, but I just kind of, you know, I'm like, OK, I know I need to kind of run for this long. Um, I just go and run to feel really good. And anyway, so basically I don't follow a strict training plan my kind of one rule is every Sunday I do or every Saturday I do a long run to kind of eventually cover the time or the distance um so anyway so yeah so I'm feeling I'm feeling like I'm excited to do a race again I feel like it's been so long um I was meant to do actually I was meant to do a half after my son I remember but then I was running, I was training, and then I remember my C-section scar started hurting, and I probably freaked out, and I was like, I'm not running. Um, so, so yeah, so it feels good, and yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, um, but yeah, like, my main thing is to enjoy it, basically. No, 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 good. And you know what? Everything you've said, I think, is going to resonate with a lot of people, male, female, whoever. It, it is sometimes, like, particularly if you're a parent, it can get really tough, can't it, trying to balance. And and I think if you put too much pressure on yourself, and a lot of us have been guilty of this, if you put too much pressure on yourself to go out and stick to a plan and hit a time and, and, and hit a pace and whatever it might be, and then, like you said, the kids get sick or they've not slept through the night, so you're just mm. knackered the next morning, it can be hard. And I think hearing someone like you talk about it like that and talk so openly, I think a lot of people are going to appreciate the, the, the honesty and feel like, yeah, you know what, maybe that's... That's me as well. So running for fun is definitely a positive. What's in mind for Pretty Athletic then? What what's coming next for the company? Um, so so we kind of launched, I think, with mainly face products. So like a cool down cleansing gel, um, you know, lovely like gel moisturizer, so all kind of lightweight, refreshing things. But actually we've um kind of now looking more at body products so we you know at Christmas time launched a muscle soak bath bomb you know with like magnesium salts and eucalyptus and lavender and peppermint that sort of thing um and we're launching where are we now so in April we're launching a body oil with arnica in it and I've been using it every time I come back from like an hour or longer run um it smells amazing you know it's just so good for your muscles um so that's the next one still working on it sunscreen I can't tell you the trials we've had trying to formulate a sunscreen like a natural sunscreen that's like lightweight and doesn't feel like it's on but it's still kind of you know good for the environment good for your skin um all the rest so that's kind of still on my list um um but yeah no I, th I feel as though my main kind of going forward with pretty athletic the main thing is kind of more products basically because um you know, I love it. Again, social media, my favourite thing, I ask people and say, what products should we make next? And like, you know, and people come up with like amazing suggestions. Um, and I was like, yes, I want to make that. And I want to make that. And it's just, you know, obviously, like it costs money to make everything and test it and develop it. So I can't do everything. So it's kind of one at a time. Um, but 
yeah it's exciting just kind of every, everyone kind of getting this, their suggestions together and and having like an amazing amazing product range that kind of I basically want to have every person every woman in the UK who exercises regularly to have at least one pre-athletic product in their bathroom is kind of my goal <laughs> and a good, a good goal to have why not think big and why shouldn't they because it is a great yes. product I, I'm told I've got absolutely no basis for that statement I don't like I don't secretly dip into the bathroom and try it on although maybe I should do maybe I yeah, should yeah I have to send you some um, embrace my feminine side but uh but no the wife loves it and the friends love it as well so um and that's that's not a sales pitch that's just an honest bit of feedback um thank you so much Layla we've been talking for over half an hour um it's absolutely flown by i've loved learning about you i've loved learning more about pretty athletic if people want to find out more about the brand if people want to have a look at what you've got on offer so the website is www.prettyathletic.com that's right isn't it yeah that's correct and you're on instagram just search pretty athletic or one word yeah yes exactly perfect wonderful um is there anything else anyone else you wanted to mention say hello to plug anything you wanted to cover before i let you get back to your busy evening uh, no. <laughs> um come say hello on instagram because i i message like if you message us you know I, I love it i always message back and um yeah so come say hello <laughs> yep good uh we, we we can leave it on that so Layla cooper thank you so so much for all your time today uh do check out pretty athletic guys they're absolutely awesome we love them lots of the podcast and uh, and looking forward to seeing big things in the future for you and also for the company and maybe at some point i know you're down south but uh, maybe we can uh, catch up for a run at some point and a and a coffee thank you so much it's been really fun <laughs> hello lads and ladies SMJ here, and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal, and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series. Wink emoji face. So Jack, how are you feeling? A bit weird, Satan, Um... Just quickly, you've blindfolded me, and I don't have yeah, a clue. I'll just explain to everyone listening. Thank you. Hello, you lad. To block my ears. Sorry, <sighs> sorry, Samadron. Sorry, I know, but I don't know if you want me to block my ears. To, no. You want me to hear where we are? Okay. Hello, lads and ladies. Uh, SMJ here, and Jack, not related in the same name title. Uh, I brought. Jack to an unknown location. I'm not going to explain anything. He's blindfolded and we've just arrived. Um, so, Jack, I'm going to take you through the seven senses, but you guys only know five of them. So I'll ask the five. Tell me what you can see. Uh, well, I've already said this, Sam and John. If you were listening to me, I can't see anything because you blindfolded me. Correct. Sorry, sorry for being rude, but it's true. Uh, what? touch what can you touch what's around you mm, like a phallic kind of object a little bit hairy towards the top and as i go down it yeah uh yeah that's what i really feel it feels a bit like damp as well but that's that's what i can feel stamp man okay and smell um other than the little trump i let i let off it smells a bit like musty down here like a little bit a little bit old I knew you'd let that off. I can see it. Mm. Um, okay. How about taste? Um, what do you want me to touch? Should I lick the floor? 
Wherever you want to lick, you lick, my lad. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. Let me go. Let me. Let me just go down on my let knees. Let me move. Let me move. Right, okay. I'm, I'm down on my knees. Of course. I, I'll go for a lick. Ready? Mm-hmm. Your father must be proud of you. Mm. Okay. Okay. That just tastes disgusting. It tastes like a bit um, a bit like gravelly water and like really dirty as well. Nice, nice. Ugh, I like this. Now, tell me. I'll go quiet. What can you hear? This will be good for a podcast. What can you hear? Let's go silent. Hmm. Okay, all right. I can hear, like, like some faint, like, <coughs> noises in the background, like water dripping every so often. And that's it. And just the sound of, of my trumps that just keep going off. But that's all I can, that's all I can hear, Statman. Can't even hear me breathe. Right, so shall I uh, take the blindfold off? Oh, if you really want to, that's a little bit kinky. I'm I'm up for some more foreplay, that man. Oh, I'll tell you what, I won't use my hands. How's that? Oh yeah, okay, right, you go. Right, there you go. It's off. Oh. Look around. What do you think? What's that man? It's still pretty dark, but we we are literally just in a big bloody tunnel. My kingdom, my lad. My kingdom. Okay, it's not as glamorous as mine, is it? It's it's just a tunnel, Stamp Andron, with some old bricks that smells, has dirty water, and you take people in here blindfolded. I've taken no one here before, my lad. If you don't start saying some nice stuff, I am going to have to chuck you out. Oh, does that mean I'm your first, Stamp Andron? You are my first to yeah. enter my tunnel. Yeah, it's a big tunnel you got as well. Let's, let's... Gaping. This gaping dark moist tunnel <laughs> yes, I have yes. hand built and yep. it takes you from Loch Ness which is where we just came down mm-hmm. to Bogner no way we're going to walk it while we uh, record this it won't take us long will it Samandrum not at all I'll carry you if you get tired yeah because yeah, we had a walk last week didn't we obviously with S Club 7 and uh, and Queenie yes there'll be no guests here so should we take a quick selfie now right Jeez. yeah okay Jesus! Uh, oh, I blinked. I blinked. Oh, I've got a mask on. Who cares? Oh. No, you don't. You don't even need to smile, Statmandron. You could pull a funny face when you got your mask on. I never smile around you, so that's good. Are you, um, you going to let ladies and gentlemen know who what mask you're wearing today? Well, who do you think I am? Um, well, you remind me of someone very Christmassy. Um, All I want. Yeah. What do you want, Statmandron? What do you want for Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. You to be quiet. Ah, oh, good one, Statman John. Mariah Carey. That's yeah, it. that's what Mariah Carey says, but you changed it to your song to bully me yet again. Whilst well, I'm in your the halfway hole. mark down the tunnel, so uh, already there. Let's uh, let's start. Who's going first, lad? Uh, I'll go first, Statman John, with, with the old questions. Okay. So I'm going to do Julie dot Julie dot Julie seventy two. What a woman. Yep, Julie, 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 but. For for today's podcast, uh, it's called Julie dot Julie dot Julie seventy two. Just singing the rest of the song. Lovely. That's echoing all the way down, Statman John. Mm. Papa Penfold might be able to hear it down in Bognor Regis. So, I'll um I'll go first. And okay. Julie Julie dot Julie dot Julie seventy two says, "How quickly do you lose fitness if you're not well and need to take a couple of weeks off? Are you okay if I go first, Statman?" I'm okay. Good. So. Julie.Julie.Julie72, I would say, scientifically, it takes about eight to ten days to lose any fitness if you're not doing any running. Um, And this all came out during the old COVID era. People 
where the scientists didn't want you to go out running after having COVID because they didn't want you to put too much strain on your body. So it takes about eight to 10 days. And then even after that, the next week after that. So you've probably got about getting on for 15 to 16 days. You're not going to see loads of fitness lost. And to be fair, you could have you could have three, possibly not four, you could have three, possibly four weeks off. And just by coming back and doing some easy runs, you're going to get back to it pretty sharpish. Uh, the other thing you can do, say if you've got a little injury, you could do some exercises at home just to keep the fitness up. And we just keep like the cardiovascular engine strong. But I honestly won't worry too much. It's better to have a couple of weeks off now then come back too soon and take off and have to take off two months because you've got a big injury. I think that was a very sensible answer, Statman John. Do you want to go ahead with your one, your silly one? Oh, sorry, what? Uh, well, your, your answers, Statman John, never really have any scientific evidence behind them, but you you know, you go ahead, you do your thing. Um, do we end the call? Nice, nice, Statman John. We don't end the call because we're together in person. Of course. Yes, you don't understand that, but we are actually together walking hand in hand. So, um, Julie, Julie, Julie. Uh, uh, Statman, it's Julie.Julie.Julie72. Uh, uh, I'll tell you the answer. It's a simple trick and Jim's hate it. Jack is obviously one of them because he's just lied to you. My name's Jack, not Jim. What you need to do, my love, I'm ignoring you, lad, because we're about to have a punch-up, is uh, what you want to do is find a field mouse. You are then going to take its third-born son, that's important, son, and you are going to name it Fitness, okay? You then keep that alive and with you by your side always. You, my love, will never lose Fitness. No. Okay. I just winked, but no one can see me. But I know she heard it. Because you've got a mask on, Sat Manager, and we know the story. Come on, it's getting a little bit old now. Me and Julie are having a moment, and you, my lad, are getting a little cheeky. Take trousers down. I'm going to have to give you a little tap <laughs> on the buttocks. Okay, they're coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get going with the third question, Sat The second question, Sat John. Uh, I'll let you go. Because All that shenanigans, I haven't got it ready. So, pull your trousers up, my lad. Come on. Okay. No okay, one see that up. little baby porn. <laughs> they're back up. Right. So, oh, my girl, at busy underscore birdie. How are you, my love? Are you there? Is this live? No. No, Statman John, we're in a bloody tunnel. I've told you this. Right. So, he's been drinking. Right. Okay. Best way to clean trainers, particularly alpha flies, dot, dot. I'm terrified to chuck them in the washer right okay who's going first me it's me you can go something yeah because i went first last time listen lady um a repeat customer some may say you come back as many times as you like you're going to need to take them to the black sea and soak them for a total of 21 minutes um but you must be wearing them at the time whilst doing a handstand and they will come out brand new. Okay. Fair play, fair idea, Sam and John. Is, it, is that everything? Nothing else on that? Nothing else she has to do? And have them untied. I'm glad you asked. The dramatic pause was okay. just there for effect. So, so they have yeah. to be untied? Yes. Okay, cool. 
I, I, I won't try that with mine because my answer says this. I don't wear my alpha flies if they're going to be, if it's going to be too dirty outside, unless of course it's a race, then I'll, then I'll go through. I wore mine for the Chester Marathon and they are a little bit dirty. And to be fair, I haven't bothered cleaning them. It's only a bit like a bit of a bit of dirt on it. I've washed down the sides with baby wipes, but the way the atom knit, um, the atom knit out, not outsole, was it? Material, whatever. The, the way the atom knit material is, it's all like nested together. So you're never really going to clean it. I wouldn't bother brushing it too hard with washing up liquid because you will probably just lose the dye that's on the actual shoe. I'll just go over baby wipe and just get the surface dirt off. But to be honest, just don't wear them when it's dirty. That's that's what I do. Or you could wear them and do what Statman John said. But as I said before, his answers are silly and it's not backed up by um, scientific evidence. And I'm not going to let him reply because I'm going to go on to the next question. Is that OK, Statman John? Cool. Thank you for letting me know. And this is from Dimble underscore runs. I run this show now. He says, what music should I listen to when I'm running at an easy pace? And I would say, I reckon you should listen to what if I let podcast Dimble, Mr. Dimble. Uh, it's it's blooming interesting. You get to hear me all the time, which is awesome. Occasionally you have to hear Statman John, which obviously isn't that great. Um, and it's not too fast beat. I would try and avoid sort of like rock music or fast tempo music because that's just going to make you run fast. If you do want to listen to music, go for something slow. Maybe a bit like a Taylor Swift. Right. I guess we'll let you talk to Statman John. Off you pop with your answer. Statman. He's left me now, hasn't he? Oh, I'm back, I'm back. Sorry, everyone. Obviously, I just popped away. Uh, Jack, did you let him know I wasn't here? No, Sam. couple of minutes. No? No, right. I just carried on going. Oh, good. Obviously, didn't say anything cheeky, did you? So, let's... No, no, um... no. I, I, I spoke about you really highly, Sam and John. Fantastic. Good. Dimble, my man. Um, Not sure what you asked, but what I want you to do is listen to the heartbeat of a seven-month pregnant monkey okay live mm -hmm. carrying the monkey um if you can't get your hands on one of them i need you to listen to nothing less than 400 beats a minute oh, that's a lot stat man john yes it will take him nice slow easy i've just told him to not listen to anything too fast because obviously that'll make him run faster and you're saying listen to something really up tempo yes Okay. Again, 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 um, again, Dimbo underscore runs. Don't listen to Satman John because he has no scientific evidence. But whatever, it's his business. He started it. I'm just a business partner. I'll let him go with the final question. Go on, Statman John. Well, I've just nipped back again. Um, so I have got here Lou underscore C underscore gets fit. Mm, yeah. <sighs> She I didn't. Has, I didn't. Um, I didn't know she had sent in the question. Sat manager on this. Yes. Yes. I just found it on the grid. She oh. has said, "Laughing face emoji. Laughing 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 face emoji." Uh. Yes. Sat manager. Now I don't know what secret code this is with the youngins of uh, today. Mm. Um. So I can't dissect her question do you want me to help you out here statman john i know you don't really value my opinion much but would you like me to let you know what's going on okay go on it's it's not a question statman john 
What is she doing? What is this tomfoolery? Well, as you can see, the classical runner and Just Do You uh, also wrote wrote a similar thing. They they found the post funny. That's what they're trying to do, Satman John. I do not understand what could be humorous. No, you, you won't, Statman John, because you're really old. You're out of loop with everything. You've been getting on my nerves these past couple of days out. And I, and I think it's time that we probably let me take over most of the business because I understand what's going on. And people are asking us through social media. We need to move with the times. You're trying to get people sending questions through facts and we, we just can't do that, Statman. My lad, I was here for that. Have you got mm. a chip on your shoulder? No, 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 Statmanjo, no, I haven't. I just is I, there I, something I, you want to discuss while I remove this layer of skin? Mm. There is Statmanjo because I just I don't I'm not hundred percent sure whether this is working. You know. May I, I remind you, my lad? Yeah. You called someone a granddad last week. I did call someone a granddad last week, Statmanjo, but that has been sorted now. You don't understand anything that's going on in this business. You're too old. You're way too old. You are you, about to watch me leave. You should be in your retirement home. Out of this tunnel, and yep. I'm going to leave you behind. Never. Do that. Do that. Talk to me like that again. All right. Never. Well, I won't be going on a day trip with you next week. Sam. Goodbye. Go on then. Fine. Bye. See you later, mate. Right then, Matt. We've got another roll call coming. But before we do, it's a little bit special this week. And let me tell you for why. Oh. This week's roll call is sponsored what it is sponsored so this week's park run park run why did i say park run it's because you're <laughs> we've just recorded with ben and i'm talking about park run right we're still rolling um and you've just done something pretty funny that you're going to do in a minute on air and uh it'll make sense to people why I've, why I've got park run in my brain but um more importantly so of course um we've just had our interview with uh, layla pretty athletic yeah, yes um, we are running a competition. Mm. I don't know if I've told you this, but I need you to make me a graphic before you go to bed tonight because we're running a competition um, with Pretty Athletic. So head on over to our social media, to our Instagram. You can win uh, a muscle soak bath bomb, workout glow tonic and rescue balm. Not one, but two. Enough for you and a pal. Just by entering our competition, giving us a follow and giving um, Pretty Athletic a follow as well. Um, I'm sure you'd want to do that anyway after listening to Layla's amazing story. However, as a super special Brucey bonus, in collaboration with Pretty Athletic and in celebration of the amazing people on our roll call, um, for the near future, um, Layla has agreed to give a whopping... 20% off, Matt. Woohoo! To all podcast listeners, all you need to do is type in WTF. That's what the fuck, fart like. WTF at um, checkout, and you will get 20% off absolutely anything that Pretty Athletic have got to offer. That awesome. couldn't be much better, could it, mate? It's absolutely awesome. So I need to do on this graphic, I need to do Pretty Athletic, 20% off, and then three things that we, uh, we're doing for the competition, yeah? That is the one, my friend. It's only took you six series and you figured it out. So, Matthew, without further ado, hit us with a pretty athletic themed roll call, baby. What? Just sing the normal roll call song. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep using pretty athletic, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I just fell off my chair. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Keep roll, calling, 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 calling. <laughs> what? And using pretty athletic skincare. <laughs> <laughs> can, 
<laughs> Can you tell that they don't that we don't get paid for adverts? Because if they did, they would have to be much better than this. Oh dear. Uh, right, we've got a, a bit of a quickfire roll call this week. It doesn't like any of you done anything. Probably because you're all sat inside with bloody COVID like me. Uh, and, the fact, Matt, and, the fa- and the fact that I only posted this three hours ago. And we posted it three hours ago because we're really, really uh, unorganised. But we do have some. Why don't you take us through the first one? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'll start from the top. Our Paul Road to London. Uh, he's shouting out Alex uh, for getting yet another 10k PB at Dromfield, which isn't which isn't an easy course. Sounds like there was a hilly one. Uh, so well done, Alex. Awesome running. Yes, I've done Dromfield. It is not fun. Well done as well. Of course, to you, McPaul, also did really well. And uh, Steve Shub was there. So a bit of a little mini fart like family meetup. Uh, Mike Slack, little slacky. We do love Mike. Big things to come from him with his vegan revolution. Um, he's shouted out uh, Ginger Flyer, Simon. Uh, just been an awesome human being. Yeah, we've not seen a lot of Simon lately. We miss you. We love you, Simon. Um, it's been just over a year since they did that ridiculously long <sighs> run for... Um, the Make Matt Run Challenge, the the first one, the Team Matt yeah. versus Team Rob. Uh, absolutely amazing, wasn't it? They ran all day. 51 miles, I think they clocked, didn't they, a pair of them? Incredible. Uh, well yeah, done to awesome you, Mike, and, uh, and Ginger Flyer as well. We love you both. Uh, Emma's returning the favour from last week, because Ben shouted out her uh, last week. Uh, so, Ben, she wants to shout out Ben for smashing his 20-mile run in preparation for the Manchester Marathon. Um, I know Ben's looking forward to that, and he can't wait to uh, to see what he can do over in Manchester. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we love we love Ben. Um, so I wanted to shout out uh, TJ. I run for T-shirts and medals. Our American friend. Uh, she's uh, just found the podcast actually uh, mm. a little while ago, and she's absolutely burning through it. She's going to be over in the UK at Manchester Half Marathon. I'm going to do my best to get out there to see her and say hello. Um, and she's called out running with Tony, Tony Preshaw, uh, who's getting ready to run 24 hours in a row for Cancer Research UK. Please give running with Tony a follow. Uh, I'm sure there will be a link if you want to um, donate to a very good cause. And running for 24 hours in a row is no mean feat. So well done to you. Yeah, awesome, awesome running. Uh, Andy Bradley, uh, big. Thanks to Claire, Nadine and Rob for a minute WTF family meetup last Saturday. In weirdness. Weirdness. I wasn't there, man. I know. I was, you were, I was planning to, to go, weren't you? But yeah. I couldn't make it due to feeling unwell and stuff. So, yeah. So good to see yeah. you, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, good, good to see the photos and seeing them out there smashing it. It was awesome to see. Yep. Amazing work. And big shout out to Karen Cresswell. Busy birdie, Karen. This is from Ben. Um, well, from all of us, really, for uh, uh, Undal uh, 20 miler. Uh, Emma shouted it out before. Um, Jordan was there as well. Moti, big shout out to him. But uh, Karen uh, bagged 20 miles on Sunday. She's doing amazing. She was at um, uh, Alton, Undal Alton. She loves those double vowels at the start of a word. <laughs> uh, doing 16 miles last week. Um, so she's done really well preparing for a, man- for a marathon. So a uh, huge well done to you, Karen. And that, Matthew, is our very quick fire roll call with. An exception. So I'm going to finish it off. Is that okay with you? You finishing it off, Gwen? Is that okay if I finish you off? <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> no. So last week in the roll call, uh, something hmm. happened that didn't cover me in glory. So. Um, <laughs> Go on. So the girls did a roll call. <clears throat> I know. I know. Um, the the theme of the roll call (laughs) was um was that we um uh it was to call out women who are inspirational in your life and um certain members of the male what the fartlet core team took the hint um, certain member i think everybody 
on the board. Yeah, yeah, everyone but me. Um, uh, and called out the 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 respective um, uh, female member of the What the Fartlet core team. We've got a lot of couples, of course, in our group. JP shouted out Paul. Um, Emma shouted out Ben. You, of course, shouted out Donna. Jack shouted out Beth. Uh, it was a love fest, and I'm sure those women all <laughs> felt very, very valued. Um, I didn't call out Sammy. Um, which I've paid for in spades since, if I'm honest. Um, I tried to use the argument that um, that Lou's significant other, Edward, big shout out to Edward in the trenches with me, um, also uh, didn't. Um, Sammy's retort was, you wrote the segment. <laughs> Which I did. I wrote the segment and I put the post on social media and it was my idea to make it for women. And Edward has the excuse that he probably doesn't really listen to the podcast and, uh, and, and, and <laughs> isn't involved in any way, shape or form other than sorting out Lou's computer for on the very rare occasion that Lou comes on and joins us. So, um, uh, yeah. So I shit the bed, basically. Yes. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sammy, uh, you are very inspirational to me. I don't know how to say this now about sounding really, really forced. Um, I would like to go on record as to say that I am very, very proud of all the girls for the amazing episode that they did last week. It was uh, thought provoking. It was funny. It was heartwarming and it was genuinely emotional at times. And I thought all three of the girls and Joe uh, coming on and doing her bit and uh, and Kat Roberts, of course, coming on and, and recording a very poignant and well and well said piece. Um, I'm very proud of all of them for uh, for, for stepping out of the comfort zones um, uh, and, 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 and doing what was frankly a very well received and a very good episode. But in particular, uh, I am very, very proud of my wife who. Um, sort of begrudgingly takes up the mantle of uh, of leading these projects when we do them. Uh, she's not a particularly confident public speaker, nor is it something she enjoys doing um, or particularly gets any pleasure from. But she uh, she steps up and she's done it two years now where she's facilitated, she's hosted and she's done a pretty incredible job um, in uh, in getting from A to B to C and putting out very, very high quality content. So uh, I'm very proud of you, Sam. Um, I love you very much and uh, and a huge well done. And I'm sorry that I didn't shout you out last week, but it would have been a little bit corny, really, wouldn't it? I didn't want to be like everybody else or them losers. You get your own one this week with nobody else. So well done, love. I'm proud of you. I love well, you. No, and no, no, um, no, and no, you're no, awesome. What you, what you need to do is just go, sorry, Sammy. Sorry, Sammy. Sorry, Jonna. Um, and that's the roll call, Matt. Woo! Loved it. Woo! What was that? Uh, very good. Um, so, uh, hey, uh, right, uh, that's nearly us done, Mafu. Uh, have you got some thank yous before we get out of it? I have got some thank yous. I'm just stalling while I was getting <laughs> notes up on my on my phone. Uh, so just bear with me a second, and I'll have them with you. Do you, know, do you know who I'm not thanking on roll call? You, Ooh. useless. What? That's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. Oh, right, let's, let's thank uh, Layla Cooper for coming on, sharing her story. Thank you to Graham Lindley. Thank you to Ben for coming on, part from chats. Uh, Statman John and Jack, awesome as always. Uh, everyone behind the scenes, Sammy, Joe, Lou, uh, JP, uh, our Paul does the newsletter, Claire, uh, Nick and Jamie also do the newsletter. Um, and that is about it for the thank yous, I think. Good work, my friend. Um... We have got three episodes left in the bag. 
we have getting close to the end of the series, but we're not quite there yet. Where do you reckon we're going next week? Who do you think is our guest next week, Matt? Do you know? Is I it all I've, I've, I've got it written down. I do know. Have, it. Yeah. I do. Are, are, are you sure it's the right one? Is it, is it, does it begin with a V? No. All right. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not there. Should I tell <laughs> as you? As you were. <laughs> oh, your shit. Um, it's, uh, it's, it, I will, it's, um, hmm, who is it? No, you've it's got not, me wondering whether it's, not it's the, the one right in the drive, person. is it? It's not what it. No, it is in the drive. Just, just right. You've thrown me off my game now. This is very unprofessional, and I apologise to all of our listeners who've stayed this long. Uh, it's uh, Dan Cogswell's on next week. Right. So it's not the one that I had in my head then. <laughs> no, no, it's not. We're, we're leaving that one a little bit because um, they had another podcast out, so we we don't ah. want to put them in too close after each other to overload right. you. Um, wow. with, with, with this person's story. So we're doing Dan first. So, yes, um, uh, but now you'd be excited to know who that one is next mm. week. Um, but in the meantime, we've got an excellent episode. We've got the Marathon Dan on Awesome Dude, um, train driver extraordinaire, and uh, Brooks, run team, happy, a happy team member. Um, awesome guy. Uh, sometimes can be seen dressed as a banana. Great story. <laughs> really good chat. Really enjoyed talking to him and looking forward to sharing his story. Awesome stuff. Can't wait to listen to that one. Uh, yeah, me too. If you can find it and get it right, well done. Um, uh, <laughs> awesome. Right. So uh, that's us pretty much done for this week, Matt. Apart from to let people know where they can find us. Where can they find us? If they want to give us a follow. If they want to give us a chat. If they want to chat to us about uh, the the. It feels like a long time ago now that we were talking Ooh. about uh, London Marathon. But if you want to talk about London Marathon, if they want to tell us some of their funny part runner stories, maybe suggest where Ben and Emma should go next. If they want to just come and have a chat, get involved, be a part of the Fart Like family, our online running community. Um, where where can they find us? Everywhere. So we've got a website, whatthefartlike.com. Uh, email us, whatthefartlikepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, I think that's about it. We've got a newsletter. Go, go onto Instagram, uh, check our link, or go onto our website uh, and click on the link to sign up for the newsletter. Uh, it's got all the race information and, and meetups and all that sort of stuff. Uh, a couple of stories that Fartlet family members send in to us. Um, and I think that's about it. Yep, yep. Loads of places to get us. But most importantly... Um, our Fart Like Family, our online running community. We want you guys to be a part of it. Um, come along, try us out. We're not for everyone, but if you are like-minded, if you find the stupid shit that we find funny, funny, then you might enjoy being a part of it. The most important message um, that we are trying to put out there is that um, we want to combat loneliness. We want to encourage togetherness in the community. And we want to give people a bit of a platform to make some pals and to enjoy themselves through running because running is for everybody. Um, we've got some big community events coming up, Matt. We've got community challenges, the Parkrun Cup going on yes. with Ben and Emma at the moment. We've got our new one in the in the works. Watch this space. We're going to Manchester Marathon for a cheer squad slash drinking session afterwards. That's going to be amazing in just a couple mm-hmm. of weeks' time. And also, we've just announced our most probably... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've got COVID. I can't think words. My mind's wandering again. Ambitious. Ambitious. That's what I'm looking for. Our most ambitious uh, uh, weekend yet. Our summer weekender 
30th of July, we're going to be doing a charity football match in support of Run For Your Mind Foundation. Uh, but we're also going to be having a party in Sheffield Ooh. and we're encouraging everybody to come along. There's going to be a discotheque. We're going to make Matt do stuff on stage. That'll be funny. Huh? Um, what? Wait, what? Just don't worry. Don't worry. I've, I, it, it, I've got the giant nappy. There's nothing you need to worry about. <sighs> Um, uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. So if you are interested in that, we're going to be sort of posting a bit more of that in the coming days. But if you hear this and you think, oh yeah, that sounds pretty good, I'd be interested, and you've not had a message from us or or, or been engaged already about um sort of getting floating the idea, then please do let us know. It's going to be in Sheffield the 30th of July. We're doing a part run on Saturday morning, charity football game, men's and women's uh, on the Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening we're having a discotheque, and then uh, on Sunday morning, uh, for those of you who can stomach it, uh, we're going to. Is going to be leading a run out in the Peak District, so it should be very, very good fun and a good chance awesome. to meet some new pals. All right, um, sounds exciting. Uh, I think we're pretty much nearly there, Matt. Uh, mm. apart from for me, of course, to uh sign off like I always do by saying you can find me at Little Runner Boy Rob if you want to give me a follow. Matt, where can they get you at Matty Owls? I will always tell you guys to may your runs continue, please, to be wonderful. Be excellent to each other. Be kind or just bog off because there's no point in you existing. And instead of leaving with a caca, Matt has decided that he wants to leave you with a reading on the back of today's parkrun segment. So, Matt, why don't you play us out? Our friend, heart in Derby, Ben be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy parkrun done, on earth as it is in parkrun. Give us this day our daily parkrun and forgive us our parkrun. <laughs> Lead us not to part run, but deliver us to part run. <laughs> what time is the part run? The part run and the part run. <laughs> Forever and ever, our Ben. <laughs> We're going to hell. <laughs> Cuckoo! <laughs> <laughs>